0: Hello, welcome back to Cusp of Coffee, the dental school podcast in which we discuss weekly the ups and downs of dental school. I'm Uweis Adam, a third year dental student.
1: And I'm Johanna Clark, a final year dental student.
0: And we've reached episode five. Well done to us. Five episodes ooh, of the podcast. <laughs> it's been fun and. Um, basically we decided that for this fifth episode we'll do something a little bit different and so over on our Instagram pages we asked um, some of the people that have been listening to our podcast to ask us a few questions you know um, about anything really and essentially we got um, a couple of really really good questions and so we're just going to dive straight into them. Um, I feel like they're really interesting and they very really like sort of tied directly into what we've been speaking about for the last four episodes so the first question we have over here essentially we've kind of touched on it before but i feel like it's really good to actually dive more into it and somebody basically asked how do you balance life outside of dental school relationships and obviously dental school itself so like what are your thoughts on that
1: Mm, i think they are uh, I think it kind of comes down a little bit to to time management. Um, but I think mm. also it's, it's maybe just like your approach to it. So I really like this idea that um, it's not always that you don't necessarily have enough time. It's just that something isn't high enough of a priority. So most of us, by default, tend to put dental school as like the, the number one priority, right? So then if something comes up and the option is between, like, you know, um, studying for this test or doing this assignment versus, you know, maybe going out and seeing friends. Like, especially over the years, the tendency is kind of to take the former option. And then mm. all that basically is, is you're just making dental school a higher priority, which is fair. Obviously, you know, you're in dental school, you want to get that degree. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it took a lot of work to get <laughs> Hopefully. there. Hopefully. So it wouldn't make sense to then not work hard at it once you're in dental school. But there is also, I think, um, like a, a point of diminishing returns where every mm-hmm. extra hour you're putting into dental school could maybe be better spent somewhere else. And when I was younger, um, I think like, for example, first year, I think is a good example where at the end of first year, I finished top of my class, but at the same mm-hmm. time I had like I basically had no friends. I was always stressed. I didn't have a lot of hobbies, but it's because I, I prioritized dental school completely above everything else. And now over the years, yeah. I've changed that a little bit where dental school is still like very high, but I'm more open to saying no to, you know, putting in all this effort on this assignment or studying like an mm. entire week for this test, you know? Cause I realized like, it's just a long degree and life is still gonna happen along the way, so it doesn't entirely make sense to just kind of throw everything else away just to finish dental school, because there's no such thing as just finishing dental school. It's like an entire, like five, maybe six years if you're as smart as me, um, before <laughs> you know before <laughs> you're done. So I think for me, it's a big thing of like, don't don't assume the default that. Of like dental school being the the most important thing in your life like think about how important are these other things to you and where are you okay with maybe putting dental school second you know
0: yeah i um i feel like it's i've you know there's something somebody told me once um that always it's been stuck with me for quite a while it's that like you have these sort of like these little cookie jars in your life. So you have a few jars and each jar is sort of gives you something in life, you know. So for example, you have the jar with maybe uh, friends and that gives you, you know, like uh, fun in life, and then you have another jar with like your degree or your, whatever you do for work, and that sort of gives you your fulfillment in life. Then you have your jar with like maybe your relationship, and that gives you like love or something like that. So you have all of these jars, but if you kind of start putting all of your chips into one jar and you sort of put the pressure on that jar to fulfill you in every aspect of your life, whether it's fun, whether it's uh, you know, career fulfillment, whether it's relaxation that jar is going to get too full and it's going to start spilling over. Mm. And it's all about like balancing it out. So, yeah, you can be in dental school. You put like maybe a couple extra chips in there because it's very important and it's only for a few years. Well, it doesn't feel like a few years, but it's only for five years, maybe six for some of us. And, yeah, so you want to like, you know, you want to dedicate a lot of chips to that because you want to, you know, do your best but then at the same time, you can't be starving the other jars, Mm. you know? Like, you need to be putting chips into that jar with friends because that gives you your fun in life, you know? Or Mm. something else, whatever. Everyone's jars are different, but the point is, like, you can't be overfilling one. I mean, the Mm. same thing goes for, like, relationships. Like, if you get into a relationship and you start filling that jar, spending all your time there, you start neglecting maybe dental school, maybe your friends, everything else that job becomes too full and eventually you need to empty that out and even it out amongst everything um so I, i agree with what you're saying about time management like the truth is if you don't if you it's not like you don't have time like we are very busy yeah like i mean you're in the clinics all the time you have tests all the time but there is like there is moments there is a couple hours here and there and it's all up to you to choose what you do with that time And it's also about, like, I think what you said also, like, about deciding what type of student you want to be. I mean, for some people, it's extremely, extremely important that they get, like, 90% for every single test, a code four for every clinical session. And, I mean, we can spend hours talking about whether that's healthy or not. But if that's important to them, they're going to have a very different approach to maybe what we're speaking about here, which is a more balanced way of, you know, going about things. But yeah. when it comes to like time management, do you have any like tips maybe for like, you know, like not uh, sort of burning yourself out?
1: Yeah. So I think in terms of like the the practical aspect of it, there's there's like a few strategies that I make use of. But there's two that like I've really stuck with over the years and I that I think have made the biggest um, impact. Um, mm. So the first is... It's an idea I came across in this book called uh, Make Time by Jake Knapp, John Saratsky. It's super fascinating for, like, anyone interested in time management. It's two two guys that used to work at, like, Google and YouTube. So their whole job revolved around, like, capturing people's time and attention. And then they were like, you know what? Like, we kind of want our lives back. And through that process of kind of which is reclaiming their time and attention. They kind of wrote a book on like how to do that um, in like very practical ways. And one idea from that book is this idea of like the daily highlight, which is that Mm. in the morning when you wake up, you pick one thing you want to see get done that day. That for me at least, my rule is that that thing shouldn't be dental school related. So Mm. every morning I'm like, okay, what's the one non-dental school thing I'm going to do today. It might literally just be as simple as replying to a few texts I've been meaning to get to. Or maybe Mm. it's something like getting coffee or seeing a movie. You know, um, it doesn't have to be big, but it's, it's that one thing that is not, that's just you, that's not dentistry related. And if you do that every single day, you do that from Monday to Friday. By the time you get to the end of the week, you've basic you've you know kind of done five different activities that were just for you, um, and so I find that's a great way to just make sure that I'm always making time for life outside of dental school. And then the other thing that I always come back to um, that I kind of coined the the non negotiable hour. So I have an alarm that goes off an hour before when I want to go to bed. And when that alarm goes off, any work I was doing, um, emails I was typing out, um, you know, an assignment I was working on, like it all gets paused and shut down. And for that hour before bed, I'm just not allowed to work. So I'll do other stuff. I'll watch YouTube or Maybe I'll get my bag ready for the next day or, you know, just just whatever I want to do with that hour that allows me to just kind of chill out, because I find that if you're working, working, working and then you immediately go to bed, your brain is still working. And I think you don't rest as much. You get up the next day and it's like, oh, like, oh, I need to be in the clinic and like however many minutes. And then you rush, you rush, you rush, you go to clinic, you start working. And then it just becomes, like, this vicious cycle. And it's very easy within that cycle to just lose your life. Um, And, like, dental school just completely takes over. So those are the two things for me. The daily highlight. So, like I said, making it a priority. And the non-negotiable hour where that hour before bed, I'm just not allowed to do any work. And that gives me a lot Mm. of, like, peace and solace. Um, And just gives me a chance to breathe. We've talked about this a lot where like dental school is is much more of a marathon than it is a sprint. So if you're not gonna like race up along the way, you're just gonna you're just not gonna make it all the way, you know? So those are like the two things I would say over the years that, that like consistently I've been able to actually stick to and that I think have made a big difference in terms of like moving the needle between dental school and like actually having a life outside of dental school.
0: Yeah. And I mean like like you said, like if you don't actually put those those strategies or those tips into play, like it's not gonna happen. Um you need to sort of make that decision early on that you need to be you wanna be balanced. Um, I feel like for me, I sort of came into dental school kinda like okay, so my first year was kinda weird because it was twenty twenty, so it was I mean twenty twenty one, so it was like COVID mm-hmm. still and the entire year was online and so that wasn't really like a start whereas 2022 um was kind of like my first year where i was a proper dental student because i was on campus every day and i was like you know actually writing tests and doing Mm -hmm. things you know and i feel like for me in 2020 when i did matric i kind of burnt myself out of studying so much that i kind of promised myself i'd never do that again um so I kind of like got to this point in matric where I was I was like trial exams and I was studying so much because I was so like concerned that I, I needed to get like the best marks ever. Because, you know, I mean, here in Cape Town is like besides UWC, there's nowhere else you can study dentistry. And I wanted to stay here and I wanted to study oh. it. And so I kind of studied so hard. I kind of burnt myself out so badly and then when it came to finals I was still burnt out but I like managed to push through and I told myself never again and so walking into dental school I kind of already had made that promise to myself that I was never gonna like push myself to the point of burnout again because I sort of just told myself like you need to push yourself now so that you can get into dental school and once you get into dental school you've made it and just, I feel like I've, I've I tell a lot of people that like when they you know people end up competing with each other and that actually ties into our next question but people end up competing with each other they end up stressing over small things you know small tests Mm. small little assignments that's really not going to make a dent in your record at all um or hinder your progress and i tell them like you know that's the way i think about it is you put in so much work to get here like why are you stressing yourself to the point of death (laughs) when you're already here Mm -hmm. you know like yeah, you want to do well, but you're here. You made it. We mm. all made it. So just do the best you can and prioritize yourself. Because if you if you are not doing well, then there's no point. Because you're gonna be, you're not gonna be of benefit to your patients. Not gonna be of benefit to your friends, your family. Nothing's gonna work out because you're not treating yourself right. And the only way mm. you treat yourself right is by dedicating time to yourself. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and. Uh I feel like that idea of, you know, making it for, so obviously I work with like a lot of students that are still in grade 11, grade 12, you know, kind of running them through the application process and all of that. Um, But and you know, for a lot of them, like just getting into dental school is like, you know, once they're in, they've made it. But then once they get in, it doesn't take that long before the goalpost just shifts to, okay, once I'm a dentist, then I've made it. And so it becomes Mm. this thing of like, oh, I'll have a life, you know, once I'm done with dental school, once I'm a dentist and I have money and stuff. But then you, like I've seen with some other young dentists I know, you become a dentist and suddenly you have all these other problems. You have tax and there's money issues. And there's just all this extra stress that you now need to worry about. Um, that you never had to worry about in university. And a lot of them were like, oh, yeah, I kind of missed the dental school days. Um, like, you had so much more flexibility back then. And that is but, but like, you know, you take the average dental student, and they're like, no, like this, this is prison, you know. So <laughs> I feel like it kind of ties back to just that idea of like, like the fundamental delusion of like, once you reach, reach a certain goal, suddenly your entire life will just sort itself out, which is just not true. Like life has no obligation to do that. (laughs) So I think for me, at least ever since first year, when I was just like, you know, I, I was, I was succeeding, objectively I was succeeding, but subjectively I was just having a horrible time. After that, I was like, listen, man, like, it takes a lot of effort to get up every day and go and go and do all this stuff. So. I'm going to try and optimize for, like, enjoying the journey. And, yeah, you know, it's just the thing, and I know this is just kind of tying back to what I said originally, but, yeah, like, think about what are you optimizing for? If you're optimizing for being the best student that ever walked that hospital floor, flip and <laughs> go for it, okay? Like, just shut everyone out and just study, okay? If that is what you want and that is what's <laughs> going to give you true fulfillment... Then flip and go for it, who am I to judge? But most of us aren't like that. And so you need to think about like, what are you optimizing for? So for me, what I was optimizing for is, I wanna grow as a person, I wanna grow as a clinician, and I wanna like, try and actually enjoy the journey. And so I've kind of structured my life around that over the past few years. And I think this year especially, I've really hit a nice balance of all of that. um, Because I know, what it is I'm prioritizing for. So, for example, um, if I get like a a, a taste mark the other day, I got a taste mark back at dental materials. I got fifty four percent, you know, and yeah. like you give that to first year, and I think you'd probably have a heart attack and die. But <laughs> for me, I was like, you know what? Like that was a particularly busy week. I had a lot of yeah. like kind of rough stuff going on, and so during that week, data materials wasn't very high on my priority list. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that that is the mark that I would get, because what I was optimizing for at the time is like trying to just keep a smile on my face and like trying to get myself to keep going and to not just be completely like destroyed um, during that week. And so, like, yeah, it doesn't actually matter what my mark was, because I wasn't optimizing for getting good marks that week. What I cared about was, oh, I was struggling with these procedures. How can I, like, get better at them? And how can I kind of yeah. get th- get past my own ego as well of, like, oh, I'm sucking at all this stuff, you know? Um, which for <laughs> me at the time was just way more important than, like, what's the carrying time yeah. of this material? Or, like, what's the component <laughs> of that? So, so again, it just comes back to what are you optimizing for and sometimes not optimizing for getting the best marks. I think like that doesn't make you a bad student. It it means you're just a balanced person. So <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot of it just <laughs> yeah. comes down to choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know I um I, I agree with you fully on that. Like I feel like most of us aren't aren't the people that are like Trying to be, you know, the best person that's ever set foot on that hospital floor. I feel like most of us are trying to have a balanced way um, of life. Um, You know, like dental school is just one part of it. Um, And kind of what we spoke about now kind of ties into like the next next question we got, which was, I feel like something that uh, I spoke to you about before, that we've spoken a lot about this, especially last year. Um, And that's basically somebody asking, like, what are you, what are like, our thoughts on comparing yourself to your classmates and like, you know, other students. Um, I feel like this mainly happens when you're comparing yourself to people in your class because you're kind of all doing something or learning a new skill at the same time, whether it's, you know, like for me last year, we were all learning how to do, you know, restorations. And, you know, the most common one that always happens is like lab work because you're all doing the same lab work But some people are just doing it way quicker than everybody else. Um, Mm. Some people are banging out more quotas per day or more quotas per week than you are. Um, Academically, that's the biggest one. I mean, that's the one we all used to because we've had to deal with that since high school. There's certain people that are just, you know, excelling academically. And sometimes they're excelling academically and clinically and maybe you're struggling in one or even both of those aspects. And so it's very easy to compare yourself. And I feel like we spoke about this a lot. And I still sometimes get caught in this trap because I, you know, I find myself thinking to myself, like, I wanted to be here. I am here. I enjoy this. Um, I should be the best at this. And with it, like, without diving into the fact that we can't be good at it if we're still learning it, um, that kind of falls away because you're looking at somebody in your class that also hasn't done it before, and they're doing better than you. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, how, like, do you still find, you in final year, do you still find yourself falling in that trap sometimes, or are you kind of like, have you kind of sort of
1: like nipped that in the bud by now? Yeah, I think for me, that is something I've, I've, I've made peace with quite a long time ago, so yeah, what I always come back to is just this um, kind of, it's, it's called the equation of skill. Um, it was proposed by a psychologist, uh, I think Angela Duckworth. But basically, the equation goes that talent times effort equals skill. So, if you want to be very skilled, at something, there's two ways to go about it. Either you have a lot of talent, which you can't control for, or you just put in mm. a lot of effort, which you can control for. So in that equation, the only variable that you have control over is the effort that you're putting in. You cannot control how much talent you're going to have. So in my case, I've always had very low talent when it comes to the industry. When I look at my pre-clin days, I shudder. I used to be terrible. Um, <laughs> and like, I just really struggled. Uh, we've talked about this before, but it's just, it's, yeah. it's so difficult when you're doing something for the first time sometimes to just get your hands to do the thing that's like that, that your head wants it to do, that your brain wants it to do. Um, but for some people, like that comes very naturally. Like it's v- like they know what they should be doing and they know what it should look like and they know what the outcome should be and they just execute it and they don't have hiccups and they just have and like that ability to do that just means they have a lot of talent. So, because they have more talent than you, and because, especially at the start, you haven't been given the chance to put in more effort than other people, they're gonna have more skill than you. That's just the fact. They're just gonna be better at you than the thing. And, at that point, you know, like, it's kind of a choice of like, oh, okay, so, you just have to accept that I don't have a lot of talent in this thing, but I can just make up for it by putting in more effort than other people. Assuming you want to be very skilled at the thing, um, mm. or yeah. you can uh, make it. There's also like
0: I feel like there's an there's a there's like an environment created where they reward like people reward talent a lot mm. more than they reward hard work, um, mm. because. Some person you might see, and, and sometimes it gets mistaken because you see somebody doing it really well and you assume that they're just like really talented, but you're kind of minimizing their efforts there. And I mean, you don't know any better, but ultimately that is not talent, like it's hard work that they've put in. It's a lot of, lot of hours to actually get to that point. But that kind of, again, falls out, the like it falls out because once you, when you're in such an like a, a lower year or like a earlier on in your career, you... You all at the same level of you know work like the first time you do something some people are just going to be naturally better at it and i feel like i'm the same like you like i don't my hands don't naturally just work well for me um you know i shake a little bit here i have a tremor here i it's like it's just things you can't control and it's like i need to put a lot more work in to be at the same level that some of these people that are just talented are naturally at Um, and it's again about making sort of peace with that. Like you, you either walk in and you feel defeated because somebody else did like, uh, you know, like even in the preclinical days, like we were practicing restorations and there was somebody in my class that was doing like maybe, uh, I mean, just a random example. If somebody was doing like maybe four restorations and we were supposed to do two, I mean, they're doing four really crappy ones because it's their first time. But they just managed to manage their time to a point where they can do four crappy ones and I can do two crappy ones. And that yeah. doesn't mean they're better. It doesn't mean you should compare yourself to them. Whether they're seeing more patients than you, whether they're getting higher marks than you, whether they you know, fulfilling filling more quotas than you, it it it's it's all like it's it's all unnecessary stress you're putting on yourself because at the end of the day, when they walk out of here There are people that have done worse than them academically, that are going to be paid more, that are going to have bigger practices. I mean, I've met so many dentists that tell me like, damn, I didn't get any good marks in dental school. Like, I was on the brink of failure. And they're some of the most successful people I've met. Mm. They are making more money than like any other dentists I've met, they're doing so much, they're teaching. They are like out there teaching courses, running organizations, and they are the ones have, who have like who didn't who didn't get a ninety percent for their pathology test, like mm. that's that's that is a real life clear indicator that marks don't matter as much as you think it does, mm. um, and so the same thing happens for comparison. Like, I bet you, like I can bet you, like everything I own that when that person was in dental school, like no one was comparing themselves. To that person saying oh i want to be like that person because they were probably like you know just like doing their thing and somehow because of their effort because of their vision because of their hard work they're now at the top of their field mm. who knows where the people that were that were quote unquote better than them in dental school are right now and so mm. my point is like you can't keep comparing yourself because it's basically like a trap where Um, you kind of fall into the trap where you just keep, you sort of get stuck in that cycle, you know? Like, you you just keep doing the same thing over and over, comparing yourself. And you need to make that decision to just step out of that and focus on your own stuff because you know ultimately, like, no matter how much you you, you you do everything together with people, the minute you step into the clinic and you have to do the work yourself, it's just on you. The person you are comparing yourself to is on their own doing their own thing. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter anymore, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, so... Like, what I was kind of saying at the start, the one choice is you make the choice to put in the effort. Or the other choice is basically, like what you described now, where you just look at the lack of skill you have compared to someone else. And you think like, you know, how am I, how am I ever going to close this gap? And all you're obsessed about is like trying to get to the other person's skill level, but like your equations are completely different. Like, I mean, if you um, are starting off with like an insane amount of talent, and you're starting off with a very low amount of amount of talent, like one month in, two months in, no matter how hard you work, the other person is still like going to be better at you at the thing. And that's like, that's fine because it doesn't matter who the best is. Um, Or like, let me put it like this. It doesn't matter who is in first place for the majority of the race all that really matters is like, where are you at the end, you know, like, are you going to finish at a place where you are happy? And if the goal for you is like to be number one and everything is a competition, then like, you know, I have pretty bad news because in the world of dentistry, there is always (laughs) going to be someone that is better than you. The field is, too big too complex too varied I don't like no matter how you are how good you are at say veneers someone's going to destroy you in Ender. someone's going to be way better at you than doing extractions like there's no way to quote unquote win at dentistry you just gotta run your own race and decide where is it that you want to finish and if you get there then you've won like you have successfully run your race. But don't try to run someone else's race. Like, it's not, you know, like, in the world of running, that's literally not allowed. So, like, why are you trying to do it, (laughs) like, in your career where you're spending most of your time, most of your effort? Like, it's a fool's errand. Just run your own race. It it literally doesn't matter what someone else is doing. Um, Like, and I know we're kind of wired to compare ourselves around, you know, we're kind of to compare ourselves to the people around us but like and this took me so long to understand but honestly if someone if if i struggle with a procedure and eventually i get it done i'm like okay whatever 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 and then i talk to someone else and they did that same procedure in like 30 minutes and they got higher marks than me honestly who gives a shit like why Should that have any impact on the way I feel about myself as a person um, Mm. and uh, like kind of how I view my skills. I know my skills aren't great, which means by definition, someone else is going to be better because the only way for me to be like, oh, my skills aren't that good is because I've seen people better than me. And if anything, yeah, that should kind of be a motivator where it's like, oh, so I can improve. Because here's this other person that like, you know, they don't have that much experience, but they're, they're doing it better than me. So it's like, if I just put in a bit more effort, like I can get there at some point. Like it's fine because you, you're literally mm-hmm. seeing that it doesn't take 10 years to get there. If this person is already doing it right now, it means if I just put in a bit of effort to make up for the talent gap, I can also be there, which is like a really motivating thought. So... Like, just to use a practical example, because I know some of this is like a bit like it is kind of me talking in the abstract, but to use a practical example, um, in my in 2021, I was the worst student in Prasto, um, <laughs> not the worst, worst, I think I was like second or third last, but like, you know, like not very good, and I really struggled with all aspects of prosto. It took mm-hmm. me a very long time to really kind of intuitively understand the concepts and just working with wax, <laughs> doing like a jaw edge, taking an impression. <laughs> You're like, I was, it was just bad, man. Um, for a very long time, I struggled and like it was end of the year. It was like almost December. People were done. Me, I was still sitting in the lab and You know, that's really when all this ideology starts coming into play where it's like, Okay, you say all these things, but can you actually apply it? And I mean, Mm. I'm sorry. When it's the first of December and you're sitting in the lab alone (laughs) and you go on Instagram and you just see (laughs) holiday pictures from all your friends, that's flipping depressing. But in that space of sitting in the lab, I was like, Good on them. Like Nice. who gives a shit like because it's not my story it's not my race like they are running their own races and for me like the the story i'm trying to tell and the the race i'm trying to run that involves flipping getting through these denture cases and learning how to get better because for me i want to be a great clinician and so like that kind of idea of being great involves putting in a ton of effort, regardless of what the talent level is. So Mm. fast forward, um, end of 2021, the kind of like module coordinator for Prosto comes to me the one day and she she was like, oh, I was just like looking through the clinical marks the other day, Um, you're currently number one in the class. And you know, that's a full 180, but it's just because i put in way more time in the lab and way more time at the ward than almost anyone mm. else that year so and because it was now like a year after the talent that talent gap has naturally decreased because we've all just had a way more experience so coming into yeah. 2021 like you know the gaps weren't as big anymore like talent doesn't mm. factor in as much what starts to factor in in the long run is effort so If you can build those habits from early on like not caring about other people's level of talent just caring about your own level of effort you can become better than them like because at some point they will stop trying and you will you're gonna keep trying so you will get better than them so it's all just a lot of it is in your head but at the end of the day what the person next to you is doing as tempting as it is to Like, take what they are doing personally. Just remember, like, don't give a shit about it. They are running their own race. You are running your race. So just, like, focus on putting one foot in front of the other. Like, if you're already struggling to keep up, why are you going to stay at someone else's feet? That's just a surefire way to trip and fall. Yeah. Like, whether they
0: know or not, they're not they're not in competition with you, they're just doing their own thing. And, you know, like, no one wants to be that person who walks around asking people, what do you do, or how do you do this, and 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 uh, did you finish this yet, or uh, do am I on track, or like, like no, like, just, keep, like, you know, try and create your own bubble, you know, where you're just focusing on bettering yourself, like all this energy you're trying to put out, focusing on other people, and focusing on what they're doing, and how may they, they may be better than you, like, pull all that energy back and just, you know, like you, like you did, like, spend more time doing things. Spend more time practicing. Spend more time reading up on things. And I feel like if you just do that, there's no way you won't get better. It's almost guaranteed you're going to get better. Mm. And, and something you said, like, by the end of dental school, everyone has kind of reached the same point. Um, like, you've told me, like, everyone's kind of clinically, you know, uh, similar. Mm. You know, everyone's doing things adequately you know there's some people doing things better some people doing things worse but with all of the time you spend just doing things clinically everyone kind of reaches the same point point. and so like you know it's like take your time mm. you know we're all boarding the same flight <laughs> it doesn't matter what time you get onto the plane that's going to get you to the same place at the same time
1: yeah that's that's actually such a good idea i yeah, I really like that phrasing. I'm going to I'm going to keep that. That's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, a funny story, f- funny side chat tangent. Um on the So when I was flying to Cape Town um and you know when we kind of recorded the first episode of this podcast mm. when Ash and I were waiting for the flight there's like the priority boarding, right? Um, yeah. Like the people that they get to get on the plane before you do. And I remember standing there because um, I remember when we were booking the tickets, you could pay extra to get the priority boarding. And I was like, no, whatever. And when I was standing there, I kind of like redoubled my my feelings on it. I was like, this is flippin' stupid. The plane leaves <laughs> at the same time. It doesn't matter whether you're waiting inside yeah. the plane or you're waiting outside the plane. The plane flippin' leaves <laughs> at the same time. I was like, it's flipp- the biggest waste of money I've ever seen in my life. And I just remember yeah. standing there just... just like losing my mind because i was just <laughs> so stupid i don't see the logic at all and ash was laughing at me because but, of how upset i was getting but i was like this is so stupid <laughs> like why <laughs> and now that you framed it like that i was like yeah it's the same thing with dental it school is, yeah we all like graduation is the same for all of us you know we all have the same requirements and everything we need to get to whether you meet those requirements in may or you meet them in november Like, it's not like you can proceed before then. So take your time, (laughs) put in the effort, learn what you got to learn. Like, it's going to be five, maybe six years for all of us. So the plane leaves for all of us at the same time. It doesn't, Mm. so, you know, like, it doesn't really matter um, how you get there, as long as you just get to your seat at the end of the day. So... Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to think about it. Just, just, just do yeah, your own uh, thing. You th- like, you'll get
0: there eventually. The only, the only reason that people are doing that is because they see other people doing it. Like, besides priority, there are people that are standing up, queuing in the boarding line an hour before the flight is supposed to even board, because they want to be first on the plane. And, mm. like, they're standing there, and I've seen it so many times, and I also get as frustrated as you get whenever I fly, and I see them standing there, bored. Standing uncomfortably for like thirty, forty, fifty minutes to an hour just to get on the same plane, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Like I'll just wait, you know. When this queue is gone and everyone is on the plane, they probably settle down, pack their stuff away, and they're sitting comfortably. And I can just walk straight in to my seat, sit down, and then I won't have to sit on the plane and wait. The plane takes off immediately. Like. Mm. The only reason these people are standing there is because somebody else was standing there first and they were like, oh, this person is standing there already. That means they're going to get on the plane before me. I should also stand there so I can also get on the plane before everybody else without thinking that it doesn't matter. Like, mm. it doesn't matter. So all you <laughs> need to do, again, don't fall into that cheap mentality. Like, think about why you're doing what you're doing. Like, why am I comparing myself to this other person? Why am I trying to run up at their level and keep up with them. It's not going to do anything for me. Just like getting on that plane an hour before we take off, or three minutes before we take off, it's not going to do it. Okay, every three minutes is cutting it close. Five minutes before we take off. <laughs> it's not going to do anything for me.
1: We're still all taking off or graduating at the same time. Okay, so then to wrap things up, I also got a question on my side, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Basically, The person just asked for, like, some ideas regarding either getting, like, a part-time job or starting a side hustle in dental school. And maybe, like, yeah, just some suggestions with regards to what we've maybe seen other students doing or what seems to be, like, good ideas. And, yeah, I think I, I, I kind of have, like, a small two cents on it which is basically just like, how, how urgently <laughs> do you need the money? And also just kind of a question of like, do you need the money or are you just bored? I think if you are in a situation where maybe it's not really urgent and maybe you're just bored or you want to do something else, especially in the early years when you have a bit more time, honestly, I wouldn't really pick up a part-time job because... Uh, for example, let, let's say you do like waitering um, and you get paid like minimum wage and it takes like a few hours of your your, your week or your weekend. Uh, you'd be much better served just spending those hours on something else. You'd get more of a return, maybe learning how to code, learning how to use a camera, um, basically just building like a, a skill that, and I always I was explain it like this way, what is like one thing that you wish you would have started a year ago? Yeah, maybe it's starting to learn the guitar. Um, or maybe it's like more of a marketable thing. Like I said, with like coding or learning about media, stuff like that. Um, It's just like, what is something you wish you would have started a year ago? And then just, just do that instead of whatever the minimum wage job is. Um, because it'll be, in the long run, a much more fulfilling use of your time. And then on the other end, I think like if the money is urgent um and it's like okay you you really need this to like make your studies work then yeah i would say like try to get a part-time job but also maybe see if you can get a part-time job with like uh, that basically has the potential to allow you to kind of move up the ladder a little bit um where let's say you've been working this part-time job for a year or two hopefully by the end of the years, you're earning more from that part-time job than, say, when you started. So that's just like, you know, everyone's situation is different, but I think for me, that's kind of how I would would try to think about that.
0: Yeah, I think I, I look at it similarly. I feel like it depends on your situation. Um, if you need to get a job, obviously go and get a job. Um, but if it's more like a, I want to get a job, maybe I want to work or something like that, Uh, I agree with you. Like, I think staying focused on dental school, especially at the start, definitely helps. And if you do want to do something extra with your time, then I would say the best thing to do is just shadow at dental practices. You know, learn as much as you can, talk to people who are in the field. You know, maybe you can even get a job at a practice doing, I don't know, who even knows what. But just something that is related to dentistry especially if it's something that you like if you are very passionate about dentistry you want to keep doing it like as long as you can you're very interested in it it's not just something you're studying I think try and get a job that that sort of or try and do something with your time that relates to dentistry as well because I feel like you'll learn a lot more so yeah I agree with you it depends on the situation but I mean ultimately It's up to the person themselves to see where they want to go with their time and what they want to do. Um, I do agree, though, with you also that if it's not a situation of you need a job more like you want a job, um, like there are other things you can do with your time, um, things that you could even monetize, you know, learning a skill, like you said, there's so much things you can do that's better than maybe just going to work at your local burger shop or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. But that wraps up this week's episode of Cusp of Coffee, episode 5 wrapped up. I hope you guys have enjoyed this one and good luck for the week ahead. See you next week.